If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, welcome to another episode of Rock your money, rock your life. And that's what I love to do is help you become financially free so you have the time to do the things you want in your life. But before we get started today, I wanted to remind you that if you truly do want more out of your life, there has to be another way, yes? Because the wanting of more means that the strategy you currently have isn't working. So whether you want it in your business or you need a more supportive environment, you know, wherever you are, you're tired of not living into your gifts and doing the mundane and things that don't excite you, then I know I can help. All you have to do is jump on a call with one of my directors of opportunity at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. And we are there to truly help you understand how when you rock your money, you will also rock your life. So what are you waiting for? Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call and let's get started today. My next guest is one of the kindest humans you will ever meet, very generous spirit. Angelo Poli is an internationally recognized expert in the fitness and nutrition. And if energy is everything, how important is fitness and nutrition? Well, for me, super important. And so this is going to be a great call if that's something you want to improve. He's the founder of MetPro, an evaluation-based health coaching program specialized in transformations. After recovering from a crippling injury himself, which is often what makes people experts, Angelo brought to light the whole new way of thinking about health, fitness, and weight loss. In his 20 years of educating the masses and challenging generalized health guidance, Angelo has become one of the most celebrated and desired body transformation experts in the world. His high-profile clients range from Olympic athletes, NFL players, MVPs, physical models, and business leaders. He's also a fitness expert and a writer and a featured speaker at conferences, as well as a consultant for corporations, universities, and hospitals around the country. He has been featured in major media outlets such as Men's Health, Sports Illustrated, and the Wall Street Journal for his specialization in coaching athletes and weight loss sciences. So let's get to my conversation with Angelo. Welcome, Angelo. Rock, so nice to, so nice to be here. Thanks for having me today. A nice paisan on <laughs> <Yes>. the show. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, you know, there's so many facets of life, but one of the things I like to say to people is that energy is the edge. And your ability to manufacture, maintain high levels of energy is dependent on your ability to move your body, motivate yourself, and of course, what you put in physically, the food, nutrition, and what you put in mentally. And you've made it a life of helping people improve their physical part of their life. What are some of the things you think are most critical, mission critical, working with NFL players and pros and Olympic athletes that makes the difference for the person who's working at a job that can avail themselves of the highest performance when it comes to the area of expertise for yourself? It's strategy, Rock. That's what it all boils down to. Um, so if you take a subset of people you know, if you follow the research, uh, you know, millions and millions of people participate in diet and exercise. And you get a small group that feel like, ah, I don't see a difference. And then you get major swaths of people who 
see a monochem of improvement. They have a little better energy. They, they get in a little better shape. But it, it's really only that small minority that you read about. You see these incredible transformations, these before and afters, and they've completely made over their lives. And so there is actually a science to explain why and action steps for a person to take uh, in order to put themselves in line with being one of those people that get those tremendous outcomes. And that's what, what we do at Metabolic Profiling is we work really hands-on with individuals and help them go through basically five, five key elements to transform their bodies. And that, that like you said, we, we work with pro athletes, the whole nine yards, but we work with just regular everyday folks, parents, grandparents who want more energy for the kids. Whatever your goal is, if you have a specific strategy, that's the key to getting the transformation you want. All right, so I was married to an Italian and I ate way more pasta than, uh, <laughs> than uh, I think a human should. And today I'm a vegan. Wow. And if you asked me, when did I have more energy, more clarity, feel healthier, more vibrant, I would tell you today. So of, of these five keys, can we, can we touch on some of them? You know me, we talked about it. I want to hack. I want to give them the dirt. I want to get to them. It's going to be up to them to follow through and maybe, you know, follow up with you or somebody else, but to activate Let's... that. But what are some of them? You want to jump in on it? Let's dive in. Well, you've experienced multiple strategies of eating, and it just said that's an testament to how everyone's body responds different. Mm -hmm. The key is not so. Here, here's a fact: there are a million different nutrition strategies and diets out there. And I'm going to tell you something that might surprise you: they all work. It's not that they're all garbage, and this person is just trying to sell snake oil. It's not that. There is some of that in the industry, okay? Let's be honest. But by and large, every strategy has some merit and some science behind it. But what it doesn't have is specificity for you. So what our experts at MetPro do is they try and help each person identify both within their own lifestyle and metabolic profile what strategy is going to be the most effective for them because no two people are identical so here are the five bullets I'll, I'll list them and then maybe we can just hit on them real fast so the first is body type and goal the second is lifestyle the third is strategic versus metabolic and i'll explain that one in a moment the fourth is baseline testing I'll explain that as well. And the fifth, of course, is psychological, motivational. So is it okay if I just jump in and I jump talk in. about Go, body man. I love it. I'm, it. I'm on the edge of my seat. So I'm a, I'm, a big, I'm a big science nerd and a numbers guy. And at the end of the day, what I'm interested in results. I'm interested in results. And there are a few things that motivate people more than seeing results. Yes. So... When I do a goal setting session with one of my clients, an effective goal setting session might be different than what you'd expect. An effective goal setting session is all about deciding what we're not going to focus on right now. I know that may sound completely counterintuitive, but <clears throat> if, if you reach out to our coaches, I can already assume a few things about you just by statistics. 
90% of people who call us are calling us because they want more energy, they want to feel better, they want to lose a few pounds, they want to lean out, and they want better performance. Does that sound pretty good to you? Sounds, <laughs> yes. So assuming that's the case, now what we have to determine is what are our priorities going to be? Because I'll get, I'll get executives, I'll get entrepreneurs, I'll get type A personalities who reach out to me and say, Angelo, I know who you are, I know who you've worked with, I know what you've accomplished. Now here's what I want. I'm, a, I'm driven, I'm motivated. Can you get me to bench 300 pounds, run a sub six minute mile, um, you know, uh, have sub 10% body fat, can you get me there? And my answer is, I'm, you know, type A Italian personality, right? So my answer is absolutely, this is what I do. This is what my company specializes in. Here's what you have to decide. Which of those objectives do you want to accomplish first? Because if you try and achieve all three at the same time, you're gonna move the dial only marginally on all of them. It's our basic biology. And that's coming back to a fundamental biological law, and that is specificity produces results. So we need to really analyze, okay, what truly are your goals? And if this is your goal, you may be doing all this great stuff, but right now we have to reallocate your hours, your priorities, so that way we really move the dial on this one or two items, check them off the list, maintain them, then we get to move on to the next item, and the next item. And that's how you affect these dramatic transformations. That's how when people come to me and they're getting ready for a movie role, or they have a, uh, a wedding or a photo shoot or an event or whatever the case may be. And it's like, I need to look a certain way by a certain time. There's no limit to the good things we could do to help them achieve those objectives. But what we have to do is narrow our focus to make sure that they hit those objectives in the timeframes that they have. And so we look at their genetics, that's an expression, your body type. And we look at your goals and we figure out how are we going to chop up your time allocation. That's step one. If we can do that, step one is related to step two and that's lifestyle. Um, <clears throat> no two people are the same. Some people, you know, of course, right now with this pandemic, everybody's, you know, uh, traveling less than they used to. But in general, some people are constantly on the go, constantly on the road, constantly flying different places. Other people have a more traditional nine to five. Some people have families and they take meals with their families. Other people are almost always eating socially, business lunches, dinners out. <clears throat> you can't pretend like it doesn't matter. Like you have, you know, one person who has a different circumstance, he's single, he has a nine to five versus a working mom with kids and family to feed. You can't just say, well, science is science is science and everybody needs to do the same protocol. I've, I've dieted about 20,000 people. I've been doing this for two decades. It doesn't work that way. You need individualization. So as an action step, I'm big on, I'm big on action steps. Uh, one of my recommendations is I'm a big fan of snacks, but I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> there's a lot of debate in the fitness and nutrition community. Is snacking good? Is snacking bad? How often do you snack? Put all that aside. I'm going to tell you, I like snacks, but not for any of the metabolic reasons, scientific reasons, nutritional reasons. I like snacks for a behavioral reason, for a coaching reason. After doing this a few times, I've learned 
that there's certain levers that I have. So if somebody says, Angelo, let's do it. You tell me what to eat. You tell me what exercise to do. I just want to achieve these objectives. I'm going to assign you a very specific snack. I'm going to say, hey, look, Rock, if you called me up and said, here's what I want to do. I want to put on five pounds of muscle. I want to strip 10 pounds of fat or whatever. At 2.30 in the afternoon, I want you to eat this snack. And it could be any. I mean, you want you to have an apple and a handful of almonds. I want you to have, you know, whatever. Right. But I want you to eat that at 2.30 in the afternoon. The reason is because you don't take snacks socially, which means they mm. are the most control we have in your daily routine. Because nobody says no to that. Can you eat an apple and some almonds in the afternoon? If somebody says no to that, they're just, you know, they're, they're not ready to really transform. They're not. Right. But somebody, if I say, look, I want you to eat exactly bite for bite this for dinner every night, five nights a week, like that might be tough. I need more yeah, of a They're possible. on a plane, they're doing this. Right. I right. Get it. So yeah. it gets easier for me to control if I utilize snacks. So it's strategic. Strategic, exactly. And then that dovetails, there's an order to these, that dovetails into strategic versus metabolic. So if, you know, and ju just so the listeners know, if you reach out to, if you reach out to us, this isn't a generic, you know, okay, eat a little less sugar, exercise a little bit more, you know, count your calories. Uh, this is a deeper dive and for what we do with people are people, you know, raise their hand and say, I'm ready for a transformation. We've worked with many of the folks that have like been on shows like the biggest loser after the fact and really helping hack and repair their metabolisms, things like that. So we really do a deep dive with people. And so the first thing that we look at is, are you strategic or metabolic? And the answer is you're both, but which are you dominantly today? And that means if you're a strategic person, I'm looking at your nutritional history, your training history and your lifestyle and determining if what is preventing you from achieving your goal is simply a lack of consistency and speed. Now I, I use, I pick that word speed very purposefully. Because I tell people, here's the type of foods we're going to eat. Here's the type of exercise we're going to do. Here's the type of daily strategy. And they say, well, I've heard all this before. I know how to do this. That, that's, I, I know all that stuff. I know you know that stuff. My job is to help you execute quickly. Because if executing on food prep, on arranging to get meals, on combos, on cooking, on exercising, on even the nuance of how you spend your time exercising. If there's lag, if there's uh, leakage inefficiencies, it will turn into too much of an investment of hours in your day, and then you'll, you'll throw in the towel. If we can execute quickly on the highest return on investment items, now we're talking. That's a strategic. Some people that call us though, it's not a matter of strategy. They have a good routine, they're consistent, they have it dialed, their metabolism is just shot. That's not everyone, but you might be listening and nodding your head going, yep, I eat clean, I exercise regularly, and I've still got these 20 pounds that I just can't get to budge. That means metabolically, when I say broken, I don't mean broken. What I, what I mean is your metabolism has adapted to what you're currently doing. Hmm. There, it's not your fault. You may be doing nothing wrong. You may be checking every one of the boxes that all the doctors and the experts and the gurus say to do. 
but because your metabolism is already used to you doing that, it's not going to force your body to change anymore. Wow. So we identify if you're metabolic or strategic. And if you fall into that metabolic category, you might be shocked at the recommendations we make because what we really need to do is we have to kind of reshuffle the deck and, and redeal. So your metabolism is forced to, to handle and juggle something it's not used to. Um, so people ask me all the time, well, you know, what's the best strategy? Well, is it, is it ketogenic? Is it going low carb? Is it, is it managing calories or is it vegetarian or vegan? Or is it, you know, and there's, is it cyclical fasting? These are all tools in the arsenal, but here's the illustration rock. You take your car to the mechanic and you walk into the garage and there's the mechanic and he looks up at you and he says, how can I help? And you look around the garage and you say, I was wondering, could you tell me which is the best tool here? The screwdriver or the wrench? Because my neighbor says the wrench is great. Saying one diet or one strategy is the best strategy. It's like, it's like one tool for all jobs. It just doesn't work that way. The truth is if you've been cutting carbs, if you've been eating low carb, ketogenic, Atkins, whatever, continuing to do that is likely not going to produce further change in your physique. Likewise, if you've just been counting calories, continuing to do that, unless it's brand new, is likely going to be unable to produce change. We have to figure where our leverage points are. So that's why I say it's not a matter of right or wrong when it comes to diet. It's a matter of identifying leverage. And then that, that dovetails into our fourth point, which is baseline testing. How do we know where we're going to get the most leverage? We baseline test. So I, I've, I've been doing this for about 20 years. And uh, I don't know, have you ever worked with a sports nutritionist, Rock, or, or, or you, you've heard of them? You know what they do, I, right? I, I mean, I've worked with Tony Robbins, and he has his philosophy oh. around what you eat and what you don't eat. There you go. Um, I'm a student of a lot of different philosophies. I've tried different things. So I, I, I agree with what you're saying that, you know, one size doesn't fit all. And I've yeah. witnessed people that are overweight that eat almost nothing. Yep and they can't lose weight. Absolutely. And that is because of a metabolic response. So that's why we've finally landed on it. And of course, it's taken us some years to get here as technology has become more available to the public that can really be used to expedite these processes. But let's go back in time, 10, 15, 20 years. If you were to visit a sports nutritionist, you know, the, the gold standard is they, you know, height, weight, how, many, how much training do you do? And they jot down on a sheet of paper, okay, here's a meal plan for you. Follow this, call me in six weeks, and let's reevaluate. So what they were doing is correct. They're assessing, reevaluating, but they were doing it at a snail's pace because that, that's the science that we had back in the day. Now, with, with the use of technology and real-time feedback and tracking tools, we can get more instantaneous feedback. So by and large, we're still doing that same, here's a meal plan, let's see how your body responds, and then we adapt. But we're doing it in like 72-hour cycles. So we start adjusting and updating and 
changing meal plan, even exercise strategies in as early as 72 hours. And then we repeat that process. Now, I know some fitness enthusiasts listening are going to say, oh, you can't know if something's working or not in 72 hours. But believe it or not, with the analytics we have today, with that instant real-time feedback, I can get directional arrows that will indicate a good appraisal of how someone is likely to respond with, with 75, 80% accuracy in three days and 90, 95% accuracy once we're at a week to 10 days. Wow. So we can start actioning it. Now it doesn't mean we crumple it up, throw it out and try something completely new. I'm going to adjust your macronutrient ratios by 15, 20 grams and give it another 72 hours and then a small adjustment and a small adjustment. And so what happens is it enables us to impact these makeovers much quicker because I have, we have analytics. So for example, and I'm going to put you on the spot, okay. uh, what uh, age and uh, age and height? 58, 511. See, you're in phenomenal shape. I can look at you. You you definitely are into fitness and take care, good care of yourself. I can tell that. That's fabulous. So, so we have a, a couple thousand metrics for guys that are in their 50s, about your size, and active. So in the first 72 hours, what I would do is I'd put you on a, a meal plan. And you can choose your preference. You can do all vegan. You can do a combination. So, okay. But at the end of the day, you're going to have X amount of meals and it's going to add up to X amount of calories with X amount of macronutrient ratios. And having had thousands of people go through that same baseline meal plan, I can say on this meal plan, on average, you should lose, you know, point, you know, 0.07% of your body fat, fat or weight in 72 hours. And that's just a statistical average. Right. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to compare that against how your body actually responds. You might gain two pounds. So we don't just keep trudging forward. We, okay, that's an indication of based on the median, here's where your body's responding. Or I may find in, in five days, you might drop two pounds, which would be, tell me your metabolic rate is running faster than averages. And, and this is the point I try and get across to, as I work with the, the, education community i've had the privilege of working with the medical community is people ask well is your diet good bad is it the best why do you think it's not it's none of the above it's it's truth it's it's honest that's what it is right you're going to come back to me and i'm going to have good news for you or i'm going to have bad news for you but what it enables us to do is get accurate news and then based on accurate measure metrics and measurements stop the guessing we know you're not responding on this intake, so here are our options. Or you're responding great on this. Should I cut carbs? No, you shouldn't cut carbs. Why? Because you're stripping body fat without cutting carbs. So I can play that, that ace later, <laughs> you see? <laughs> so what we're actually looking at data, and that's the science that our, our coaches utilize when helping their clients transform. They're very much walking the path day in and day out, hand in hand with their clients. And then that finally dovetails into the final metrics 0.5, which is the motivation piece, the psychological piece. Now, I, am, I am not a psychologist. <laughs> I am a student. I, I love learning. But um, being a coach for a couple decades, 
I've learned that you can have the same science, but depending on the delivery of that science, you can get different responses from people. So one day I may be talking with a client who responds to a kind of a mentor relationship and uh, they, they thrive with a good support system. And I'm gonna say, hey, Johnny, I saw what you ate yesterday. That was exactly what we talked about for lunch. Great job, I'm so proud of you. Let's, let's prepare and let's see if we can do that again tomorrow. Then I have people who, everybody likes support, but then I have people who are just, they have to know the why. They wanna know the science and the detail behind what I'm asking them to do. So that conversation might go like this. Hey, Johnny, I saw you ate that meal uh, for lunch yesterday that we talked about. That's really good that you put forth that effort because see the way we adjusted. So that way the macronutrients in that meal was a little different than what I had you doing before. Here's why I'm doing that. What I'm expecting to see from that. And here's how it's going to uh, affect your energetic pathways, your blood sugar and your results. See, that's how I'll approach that person. And then, then there's the third type, right? Um, and I don't know which category you fall into rock, but the, the third type is kind of the type A personality who they're always going to perform their best when it's a, when a challenge is laid down. So then it might be, Hey, Johnny, I saw what you ate yesterday. Not bad. I did the same thing. See if you can beat me today. I'm let, we'll have a little competition here. See who can get the most days of nailing their lunch, you know? And so, yeah. I'm assigning the same science, but you know, you do a little different approach for each person. And that, that's what kind of keeps me in the game that keeps me motivated is really finding the psychology of, of helping, helping people through these transformations. And, uh, I, I have to give kudos. I work with uh, such a great team of experts that are passionate about what they do. And what that translates to is a great team of, of clients that we end up forming sometimes lifelong friendships mm. with. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a great journey. It's been a great journey. Well, you know, I've studied a lot and talked to a lot of people around nutrition and health and et cetera. And the way you explained it is actually exciting for me. And which one of the three am I? I'm an overachiever, so I'm all three. <laughs> to all of them yeah and yeah like you give me a challenge i'm in explain to me the science behind it i'm excited the cells of my body come alive right and tell me that i'm just getting results and it's working and success begets success and i'm on it yeah. too but i like i love the fact that you broke that down with the the, the, the five elements etc and it shows that you've uh, got a team and that you're passionate about um finding the pathway to transformation yeah. And that it's not a one size fits all. I have the similar thing in my work is, you know, we bring people in that are not where they want to be financially. And could I help them be better with their investments? Yes. But maybe the first thing to do is to help them do a budget. Yep. Because they got yeah. leaks. They got leaks and they're making good money, but they got memberships they're not paying attention to. Their mortgage rate is 1% higher than it could be. And so they're losing money just because they're a doctor making $500,000 a year doesn't mean that they need to be sloppy. Right. right, right. But to tell them that we're gonna clean up their budget, we're gonna work on this, they need to do a will, they need to change and incorporate, and then they need to, uh, it's too much. So just like you, I think we break it down, we choose a piece, we get that to a place where we've weeded that garden and then we can move to the next piece. 
So I like the fact that you kind of um, explained it that way. You know, and, and, and that's it. Picking what, what's the most leverage, where are you going to have the right. most impact with a single action? You know, sometimes people, when I do these, pod, when I go on different podcasts, they'll ask, well, you didn't talk so much about exercise. And is that not what this is all about? Like, no. I mean, we, we have uh, in our database over 500 custom workouts that we've worked, that, that we've used and developed and used with NFL players, Olympic athletes, the whole nine yards. It's a huge part of what we do. Why don't I talk about it right out of the gate? It's not the weakness for most people. Most people abs are made they, in the kitchen. No, that's it. Most people know they need to exercise. And it, it, if you hire a coach from MetPro, you're going to be exercising, right? That's not what makes or break people. Right. What make or break people is, can you prepare? And you might be surprised which meals I'm going to ask you to prepare might not be the ones you'd think, but can you prepare a few meals in advance? Here are the ones I want you to prepare. Here are the foods you're going to use. You might be surprised at why we pick and don't pick certain foods and put together a strategy that's going to really move the dial. Just like you said with finances, you know, you could dive right into, you know, we're going to go into a corporate structure and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, and maybe that would benefit them. But it starts with just one or two simple actions that they can tangibly see the results from. Yeah. Motivate them to go, hey, this is working. Let's take that next step. Yeah, 100%. Can we talk a little bit about some myths possibly? Sure. Absolutely. So uh, protein. Protein. <laughs> so the, probably the biggest myth surrounding protein is, um, you know, the level of impact the bodybuilding industry has had on the average consumer's assessment of protein needs. Mm -hmm. Also, um, there's been a ton of research around manipulating carbohydrates, and it's accurate. But what that inadvertently results in is an assumption that if I have to reduce carbohydrates, high protein helps me lose weight. Well, it's not that the high protein helps you lose weight. It's the absence of the carbohydrates that triggers either ketogenic states or burning further in the lipolytic pathway. And so what you end up having is a subset of diets that by virtue of being lower in carb has to be higher in something else. Mm -hmm. So therefore it ends up being high protein. And then you have a subset of the athletic community and the bodybuilding and physique community that do utilize higher protein to meet their training needs. Um, that can give people a little bit of a, of a skewed understanding of what protein does. Now, all that to be said, I'm a fan of higher protein that said, when you take protein, it needs to be for a reason. It needs to make sense in an overall profile of what we're trying to accomplish. So if somebody's training, if somebody needs recovery, and if I am using as a tool manipulating another macronutrient, it's okay to have a little bit more protein in the diet. It's the extremes. Then when you have somebody that is not getting enough protein, so a lot of people will wonder, well, if I go vegetarian, but their body doesn't function well on a super low calorie meal plan. They don't have enough energy. What is that, what is that default to? Well, a vegetarian diet or a low protein diet 
is going to require that you have enough fuel for energy. Otherwise, you'll end up eating up your own amino acid profile, your isoline, valine, leucine, your, your, your essential amino acids. And that can hinder progress. Now, if you're getting plenty of carbohydrates, not a big deal. Carbohydrates spare protein. So again, it's never a matter of right or wrong, or here's the protein number for you. It's a matter of individual assessment to figure out, should we add a little more protein right now? Should we take away a little bit more protein right now? And if so, how are we going to balance your training and nutrition to justify those adjustments that make sense and produce results? And then how are we going to source your protein? Because there's a lot of different options there. So if it's T-bone steak for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, while that may work to help pack on some muscle, your arteries could probably thank you by going a little different route. Um, that said, I'll confess that I know you're a vegetarian, but oh man, once in a while, a ribeye steak is just nothing like it for me, but um, it has to be once in a while because if you do that all the time, you know, I had a doctor friend who said human beings uh, there are a few things in life human beings enjoy more than good food and drink. So right. it's not about depriving yourself of the things that you love. It's about having a strategy and then occasionally indulging in whatever those things are that you particularly enjoy. Yeah. And one of the things I've learned is that if you actually take animal products and you just boil them, they have almost no taste. Mm. Right. It's the cooking of the meat with the sauce and the garlic and the olive oil and the chives and the yeah. peppercorn sauce and the gravy that makes it delicious. It's the chicken that's being infused with butter. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I've been uh, recently, my wife and I um, tried this recipe where we've been actually grilling avocados Mm -hmm. and, sh and shiitake mushrooms and mm. putting seasonings on them. Oh my goodness. It's fantastic. Uh, I, I love using the grill. I love yeah. using the grill. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, dairy products. What is your thoughts around dairy products? So that, that's a great question. Um, so there does seem to be a, a higher percentage of the population sensitive to that nowadays than there used to be years ago. Like I said, I've been, I've been doing this for a couple of years and I do find there are more people that are lactose intolerant. I unfortunately am one of those. But that falls kind of under the same category as like gluten sensitivity and other sensitivities. Um, avoid extreme stances. And, and I'll tell you why, because 20% of the population are highly allergic to it. They're going to fare very badly if they have dairy or gluten, et cetera. And I know these people and I know it's toxic to their bodies. 20% um, of the population can eat drywall and nails. And like, I feel great. You know, they just, they, they have no problems whatsoever. A and then about 60% land somewhere in between. So um, I avoid, you know, dogmatic one side, the other. So, so my answer is dairy, gluten, if it, if it bothers your digestive system, limit it. Doesn't mean you have to completely remove it 100%, but limit it if it bothers. And if it doesn't, then have some in moderation. Um, and so we don't, uh, we consider ourselves kind of non-denominational when it comes to sourcing. 
What I'm interested in is I want to know meal frequency, macronutrient breakdown, calories. Um, so a lot of programs that they generalize too much to say, here's how many calories I want you to have today, or here's how many grams of protein I want. They don't break it down by how many meals and what glycemic load for each meal. So we, we do a deeper dive with that. But within that, that's where the technology comes in. Um, your coach is going to say, okay, at lunch, I want you to have 30 grams of protein, 45 grams of carbs. I want 10 grams of fibrous carbs. I want 10 or 15 grams of fat. You don't need to go and become an expert and, and now read labels and sit down with your calculator. Pick the foods that you like, that you already eat, that you know your body thrive with. Mm -hmm. Choose those foods, and then our algorithm and technology will do all the calculations for you. So you can choose chicken, you can choose tofu, you can choose beans and rice and broccoli and sweet potato and anything you want, and it'll automatically do the calculations and say, of these foods, here's exactly how much you need to eat your macros. And oh, by the way, you're missing a little bit on this, so let's add one of these options. Um, and that, that's just where leveraging technology has really helped people use science to uh, change their body and their physique quicker. Mm -hmm. So with COVID and everything now, are you doing more virtual uh, consultations versus one-on-ones or how does that work? So that's our, our entire, so we're in about, we, we coach people in about six different countries and we've been, uh, we do virtual and remote and that's what we've been doing actually um, for a number of years now. Okay. So um, that is our, our, our business model. And nice. we have uh, our coaching team works with people day in and day out, and they do it virtually, video, phone, text, the whole nine yards. And then, of course, we have an app that enables us to get real-time analytics on our clients. Um, but it's a, it, it is a more intimate relationship. So people say, oh, you, know, you, you have this tool or that tool. Well, if you hire us, you're hiring a consultant, much like if someone was hiring you for uh, economic advice. When they come to us, we have this whole suite and platform of technology and tools, but really what people are, are hiring is the coach that's right. going to work day in and day out with them. The feedback, the accountability, yeah. the support, the encouragement, um, all of those that's pieces it. that us humans need in order to create transformation. I get it. Um, so how do people find you? Well, um, and thank you for letting us um, offer this to your audience, but we have a, a link. If people go to metpro.co, M-E-T-P-R-O dot C-O, and then forward slash rock, we'll know that they're part of your audience and um, they'll get a free consultation with an actual expert, a specialist who will get to know them. And some people are surprised when they call, they're expecting something totally different. You know, like what's your age, height, weight. Okay. Here's our options. No, someone's going to actually talk to you about your nutrition and training history, your lifestyle, your travel schedule, your work schedule, and then share with you um, what we've done with other similar candidates to you that has been effective and provide options um, and really actually get to know you. So even if, if you're, interested in just learning a little uh feel free to reach out again metpro.co slash rock and we will we'll we'll roll out the red carpet we'll take care of you i love it because i i've so witnessed people and you you know this in society so many people use food as a drug and they're they're you know killing them i always say they're killing themselves with their teeth digging their grave with their teeth yep and they they don't understand that 
there's so much, like I'm 58 years old, I'm uh, 168 pounds, I'm 5'11", um, probably somewhere around 10 or 11% body fat. Yeah, I can, um, I can see that, Rock, well done. Thank you. And I used to be 184, that was my weight. But in the last year, becoming basically vegetarian, vegan, I guess you could argue I'm pescatarian because once in a while, like you said, I, it's not cheating. I just go outside the lines and have a little bit of fish or something fish, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, but I haven't had red meat or, or chicken for probably a year now. And the visceral fat has mm-hmm. melted away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I didn't know was there, like my stomach is smaller because it used to carry fat around the organs, I think, to protect it, right? That's right. Yeah, you carry that, that visceral. Well, it's just your body fat has come down. Right. And, and so, um, and there's multiple roots to that. If we were to do a, a critical analysis of your current diet versus your past diet, there would also be a mathematical equation that corresponds to the change in your eating habits where your fat has come down and your overall calories have come down and that comes from somewhere. And so there, there's always a, you, you can always reverse engineer how you got from point A to point B. But I want to I want to say this because you made you made a comment there that that resonated with me. It's you know people people are eating themselves to death. They're using their teeth and and, and putting themselves on an early grave. And you are right. But I I want people to know this. Um, I I've been doing this for decades now, and there is this belief in the fitness and even in the medical community that you know people just don't have what it takes to follow through or you know a lot of people just don't aren't willing to put in the work to get results to transform their body and now trust me i have seen that that does exist it's a real thing that's not made up but by and large that's not been my experience my experience has been people are willing to put in the work people are willing to follow through to do what it takes and to see it through the conclusion as long as they can see some results they have to see those results because those results motivate them it's when they put in all this work and they're met with just marginal results that they make an emotional or a strategic decision that it's not worth the effort but when you have the right strategy and you see those results most people are willing to actually roll up their sleeves and do the work. At least that's my vantage point and what I've, what I've observed. Well, it makes sense to me. And I think there's a psychological term called learned helplessness. And it's a little bit like the guy who runs East looking for a sunset. Hmm. You put in all this effort, you try these diets, you do these things, but based on the five things that you talked about, maybe they're, you know, their metabolic rate is working against them and they're not conscious of that or their body type or their sleep patterns, all these things that they're not conscious of because they haven't hired an expert like you and they put in all this effort and the ego's strong and the ego, the ego sometimes goes, oh yeah, well, I've tried everything, Angelo. Uh, it's not going to work. So I'm not going to hire you to be told what I already dis- tried, discovered on myself. Instead <laughs> of what I try to teach people is Successful people believe that there is always a way. Yes. There is a path. There is a way to succeed, be happy, be rich, whatever you want, be healthy, be thin, be, be out of pain. There's always a way. But the first ingredient is faith. 
You've got to believe that that is available to you. And once you do that, then you seek out the mentor. And you're the mentor. And like, I think oh, I'm going to sign up for your call. I'm excited. And I'm in good shape. I don't have anything really I need to improve. But I, I'm such a curious student. I wanted, I want to know what I could improve or what I'm doing right and give myself a pat on the back. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Let's do it. I'm looking yeah. forward. Yeah, <laughs> this will be a blast. And I'm going to um, introduce you to my entire tribe. Uh, either we'll get you on a live call or I'll, sh um, I'll direct them all to this recording. But this is the type of thing that gets me jazzed. Somebody who's, who's down a lane, has, has got a team, who's, who's articulates it well. Um, and we can make a dent in the universe with this kind of information, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored at those comments, Rock. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. This has been fun. It's been great. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, give people, uh, again, the link to, um, we'll put it in the show notes and everything, but for those people that, um, are you guys, do you do any posting on social media or anything like that? Or do they? Yeah. Come? Yeah. Yeah. Go to, you can find all of our links. The website is the, is the best place to go. And then you can find any different social links you want from there, but metpro.co and then if you go forward slash rock, and then we'll know that uh, came okay. from uh, came from the I am movement audience. Awesome. Is there is there anything? Did you go personally through any kind of a pain that activated you to go down this path? Uh, actually, there is. <laughs> We're gonna need a whole nother podcast for that, my <laughs> friend. Yeah. No, I was known as the trainer that um, that walked with a cane for almost ten years. So I, wow. I had a personal injury. Um, that was fairly severe in my early 20s, uh, almost left the fitness and wellness industry. But that it, it here's the silver lining. I look back and it's what forced me to step out of the, the realm of being a personal trainer and more into the realm of a strategist. And that's kind of what led me to uh, to getting into this niche field of makeovers and transformations. And um, it, it's been a it's, it's been a great it's been a great ride. It's, it's been a wonderful experience. So. so I have a personal case. My son is 27 years old and he uh, has a herniated disc and he is back and forth from walking with the cane and crutches. He's <sighs> very fit. Um, has worked out his whole life. Uh, athlete. Uh, but he oscillates between almost being an invalid and, and, and working and he's a young father. Um, have you had experience working with people like that where nutrition and being strategic is, has an impact? That, that was actually my injury. It was a, a low back injury. Um, and, uh, that's what, what took me, took me out for about 10 years. Um, wow. so, uh, yeah, that was all part of my personal journey in, in learning this stuff. And, um, so yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we can we can get in touch. I'd love to. I'd love the privilege of meeting your son and sharing with him. You know, I, I am just very grateful that I was able to have some experts who uh, really showed compassion and care and teaching me some things uh, that I would love to be able to pass on to anyone else that I can. Okay. So. All right. Well, we will make that happen. It'll get close and personal. And I want to thank you and your lovely wife for making this happen and taking the time to be on the podcast. All of our listeners are people that are in the practice of grabbing life big. They're just looking for ways that are strategic to make it uh, happen at a higher level. And uh, you've certainly created that today, Angelo. So thank you so much. 
been an honor. Thank you. All right, great. So if you're listening to this, I thank you. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and, uh, and give us a five-star rating. And I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you so much. Everything will be in the show notes so you can take advantage of the intelligence that has come your way today. And we'll see you on the next podcast. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.